radio was deserted by its own mother and father. It was left to lie on the doorstep and wither and die. Consciously and willfully. Good morning, everyone, from CBS News Election Headquarters. On this day, following the balloting for the 34th man to occupy the White House, the 34th uh, President of the United States, or the 35th President, if you count Grover Cleveland, who had a split term uh, twice. It appears now that that man will be 43-year-old Senator John Fitzgerald Kennedy, third-generation son of Irish immigrants, the first Roman Catholic to ever serve in the White House, the youngest man to ever be elected to a term in the White House. By 1960, Have Gun and Gunsmoke were the last dramatic programs being recorded for CBS in Hollywood. The U.S. was changing. President Eisenhower's second term was almost over. The next year, John Kennedy entered the White House. He defeated Republican Richard Nixon in the 1960 presidential election. Have Gun Will Travel's final episode aired on November 27, 1960. Called from here to Boston, it's regarded as a landmark episode. Yes. Whoa, uh, excuse please. Uh, you finished with breakfast. Hey boy, we'll take Dishi away. Oh, yes, we are. Come in. Uh, did you meet my sister? No, sir. Hey boy, isn't it? Yes, sir. This is my sister, Lavinia Todd Hunter. Oh, uh, hello. How do you do? Uh, was you wrong comfortable last night, Missy Todd Hunter? I was so exhausted from the trip, I hardly noticed. But uh, I do think I'll like the accommodations of the Carlton. I never thought we'd be able to get a, a suite with two bedrooms. It's almost like home. Oh, yes, Missy. Uh, Carlton is a very nice hotel. But it doesn't compare with anything we have in Boston, Lavinia. Oh, of course not, Miles. But I, I'm so surprised they have anything at all in this godforsaken country that I'm overwhelmed. Uh, hey, boy. Uh, Esau. Do you know most of the regular guests who stay here? Oh, yes, I hear boy know many guests. Uh, tell me, do you know a Mr. Paladin? Mr. Oh, yes, sir. How long has he been living here? Oh, many long time. Could you tell us about him, hey, boy? Oh, yes, sir, ma'am. What does he do? Uh, what does he look like? Is he married? Oh, no, ma'am. No, Miss Paladin, not married. <laughs> My sister and I have heard that he uh, uh, hires his gun, so to speak. Well, Miss Paladin will be happy to tell you what he does. He's a very good friend of Hey Boy. Uh, you like to meet him? No, no, no. We were just curious. We've heard so much about him. Uh, Isa, would there be anything else? No, that'll be all for now. Thank you very much, hey boy. Yes, sir. Miles, why don't you want to meet him? Not just yet, Lavinia. We have to go about this very carefully. Well, we don't have all the time in the world, Miles. I know, I know. 
But even so, you must have patience. Don't forget that lawyer back in Boston is looking for him. And if we're too patient, he may locate him before we finish what we came out here to do. You don't have to remind me. Just let me do the planning. Uh, All right. Then where do we start, my dear brother? This hay boy said Mr. Paladin was unmarried. More than likely, he would be interested in meeting a beautiful young lady from Boston. Oh, why, thank you, Miles. And then what? Uh, You could entrance him, my dear. Get to know him intimately. Oh. And as soon as we know his weak points and when the time is right, we'll complete our mission. I didn't realize I was going to play such an important role. You don't object, do you? Of course not. (laughs) For $100,000, how could I? Besides, he... um, He may be very enjoyable company, while he's still alive. Oh, good morning, Mr. Paladin. Good morning, hey, boy. Well, the dining room is rather crowded this morning. Did Miss Todd Hunter come down yet? Oh, Isa, uh, she's waiting at your table over there in corner. Ah, yes. You're getting in rough, Mr. Paladin. Oh, how's that? This makes fourth day in a row you have breakfast with Missy Donander. She's a very charming lady, eh, boy? Also very pretty. <laughs> yes. Hey, boy, I'm taking her on a little tour of the city this morning. Would you have a carriage waiting for us out front around 9.30, please? Yes, sir. Have a nice breakfast, Mr. Paladin. Thank you, hey, boy. Good morning, Lavinia. Oh, Good morning to you, Paladin. Well, I hope I didn't keep you waiting. I didn't mind at all. <sighs> How's your brother today? Oh, he's much better, thank you. It, it was just a, a slight cold. <laughs> the change in climate, I guess. Well, you should have asked him to join us. I did. But he prefers having breakfast in his room rather than getting dressed. Uh-huh. Say, I was just talking to Hayboy. He'll have a carriage for us at 9.30. And oh. We'll take that ride I promised you. Oh, wonderful. Thought we'd go up to Russian Hill, over to Chinatown, and to Meg's Wharf, and even the Barbary Coast, if you're brave enough. <laughs> well, as long as you're around to protect me, why should I be afraid of anything? That's what I like to hear. <laughs> you are going to see so many interesting places today, you'll forget you ever knew Boston. Oh, it sounds so exciting. But, uh... I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to more than anything else. What's that? Having dinner in your suite tonight alone, just the two of us. Did we have that plan for tonight? Yes, why? Oh, I have two tickets for the opera tonight. Oh, no. Well, if you really don't want to go... Well, and I... I'd much rather keep our original plans. Then I'd be the last person to break them. It'll be dinner tonight in my room. Just the two of us. Alone. Uh, uh, Pardon, monsieur. Uh, Paladin. Mm -hmm. The waiter is here. Hmm? Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, You wish to order, monsieur. 
Paladin receives an attorney letter notifying him of a large inheritance. He must travel to Boston to claim it. He has no idea that his latest romantic interest, Luvina Todd Hunter, is responsible for his aunt's death and plans to murder Paladin with the help of her brother. Your brother was very thoughtful, Lavinia. This is my favorite brandy. Yes. Y yes, he, he wanted to show his appreciation for all your kindnesses to us. Oh. Uh, this is my second glass, and you've, uh, you've hardly touched yours. Oh, I know. I, I like the aroma more than the taste. Drink up. It warms the blood. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel a little... Too warm as it is. Yes, you do seem uncomfortable. Is something wrong? Oh, no. No, I I guess it's just the hour. Oh. It's getting rather late. We've had a busy day. Yes. Now, I wonder who that could be. Excuse me. Miles. Oh, uh... Paladin, I... Come in. Well, I... I just came by to see if Lavinia was still here. She is? Come in, come in. You see, it was getting so late that I, I, I thought... I didn't realize what time it was, Miles. Oh, she's a big girl, Miles. You don't have to worry about your sister. Well, I wasn't exactly Oh, I that... must thank you for the brandy, Miles. Uh, won't you join us and have a glass? No, no, but thank you Nonsense. anyway. Nonsense. Sit down. Really, Paladin, I didn't mean to intrude like this. You can stop babbling now, Miles. Get your hands up, Paladin. What? No, Lavinia, don't shoot him. It'll make too much noise. I said get your hands up, Paladin. All right. This is quite a surprise, Lavinia. I didn't know you carried a derringer in your purse. Oh, shut up and keep quiet. Well, Miles, your brandy didn't work. What do we do now? Give me a chance to think. What happened with the brandy? You probably forgot to put the poison in it. Poison? Yes, Paladin. You should have been dead an hour ago. Oh? Well, I, uh... I must have opened the wrong bottle. Uh, the wrong yes. bottle? Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, boy, brought me a bottle a couple of hours before yours arrived. They were identical. Well, Miles, that's something you didn't think of. Why don't I just shoot him and be done with him? No. No, we'll be caught before we can get out of here. Yes, the shot would wake the hotel, Luvinia. I'd be willing to take the chance. Now, there's no reason why we can't go through with our original plan. Where's the other bottle? Well, look in his liquor cabinet. <laughs> you really wouldn't expect me to drink the brandy now, Luvinia. If you don't, then I'll be forced to shoot you. Either way, I lose, huh? Either way. Then I think I prefer being shot. Stop! Give me the gun. Miles! Miles, help me! Give it to me. Oh! Right, now, take the gun. Miles! You... You shot me. Miles! He's dead. Oh, no. Oh, no, no.
Hey, boy, I uh, can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming all the way over here to Oakland with me. Oh, not often you go on such plenty long trip, Mr. Paladin. Uh, Too bad Missy Wong couldn't get off work and come with us to say goodbye. Yes, she wanted to. Well, maybe it's better she not come. She'd be crying big tears on Hey Boy's shoulder all the way back to the hotel. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, here you are, Mr. Paladin, right on the spot. Oh, thank you, driver. Uh, here you are. <laughs> thank you. Oh, you need help with those bags? No, Hey Boy and I can handle them. Uh, you will wait for him, won't you? Oh, yes, sir. And see that he gets back to the Carlton. Hey, you count on me, Mr. Pallet. Good. Oh, here. Hey, boy, I'll carry the big one. Oh, please, sir. All right. Let's go. Ah, uh, we want car 14, hey, boy. Uh, we we better hurry, Mr. Paladin. That's all right. Yeah, that's my car right over there. Put them in the vestibule. The conductor will take care of them for me. Here we are. Please, up they go. There we are. That's it. Now, remember, hey, boy, the other trunks are ready to ship. I'll write you and let you know where to send them. Mr. Paladin, when will you come back? I don't know, hey, boy. All depends on how long it takes me to liquidate my aunt's estate. Several months at least. Then you never know. I may take a liking to Boston and settle down there permanently. It won't be the same Carlton Hotel while you're gone. Oh, now. I've left many times before, hey, boy. Yes, sir, but this time you will not come back, maybe. You never can be sure. Just don't forget me. Keep looking for me. I may be back. Yes, sir, I hope so. Oh, and don't forget to send me the San Francisco papers. I want to be sure and follow Miss Todd Hunter's trial. Oh, what do you think they do with her? Send her to jail for a few years. Well, you better go, Mr. Paladin. Yes. Now, um, hey, boy, look, if, if you and Miss Wong decide to get married, give me plenty of notice. I will be back for that. Oh, uh, uh, we, we like you. I'll uh, let you know. All right. Well, goodbye, hey, boy. Goodbye, Mr. Paladin. Have Gun, Will Travel. Created by Herb Meadow and Sam Rolfe, is produced and directed in Hollywood by Frank Paris and stars John Daner as Paladin with Ben Wright as Hayboy and Virginia Gregg as Miss Wong. Tonight's story was specially written for Have Gun, Will Travel by Mr. Paris. Featured in the cast were Vic Perrin, Bartlett Robinson, John James, and Lynn Allen. Tonight, CBS Radio brings to a close this current series of programs. This is Hugh Douglas extending best wishes to you from the cast and crew of Have Gun, Will Travel. Have Gun, Will Travel closed with no mention in the trade columns. 
All remaining radio dramas, with the exception of Gunsmoke, were now produced in New York. Lawrence Dobkin remembered that time. It was tricky for those of us who were regulars on Gunsmoke, or more or less regulars on Gunsmoke, we had the last surviving live radio show for a long time. We were the only radio show still going. Everything else had dried up and gone. At least, I've forgotten now whether it was two years or three after Gunsmoke became a television series. And we were still doing the radio show. You said a live radio show. If it was on tape. Well, we did it on tape, but I mean... But it was still... We did it as though it were live. Yeah. Gunsmoke finally went off the air on June 18, 1961. There was a thing that was happening at that time, which I don't know whether anybody knows about, and maybe not even you, but at that time, stereo was just beginning to show its head. Now, Have Gun Will Travel, Gunsmoke, the radio shows that did exist at that time, were getting ready to produce radio drama in stereo. But because the decision had been made to uh, get rid of radio drama, that too naturally disappeared because the whole concept of radio drama was destroyed. And along with it, any new idea that might be uh, in, uh, waiting for us. And that was stereo. That's a pity. How do I Stereo, drama, radio, stereo would be fantastic. On September 30th, 1962, CBS ended Johnny Dollar and Suspense. Jack Johnstone wrote both final episodes. Oh, I don't know. For the last year, I only wrote it. I, they moved production out of Hollywood entirely. I wrote the last year of it. As a matter of fact, the last Johnny Dollar and the last Suspense occurred on the same night. One followed the other. And the Johnny Dollar was written by Jack Johnstone, and the Suspense was written by Jonathan Bundy. Bundy was my wife's name. Quite honestly, I have to be honest about it, I thought New York production of those shows was pretty bad compared with our Hollywood standards during that last year when production of both those shows was done in New York. CBS would have no new dramas in its programming block until 1974. 